0: Welcome to episode 72 of In Touch With iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies, plus tips, apps, and gear. I'm your host, Dave Ginsburg, and my guest this week is IT professional and a forum, uh, I guess the forum of the Mac to the future, uh, uh, Warren Sklar. How are you doing, Warren?
1: <laughs> I am a former Mac to the future, I guess. You're a former, <laughs> and
0: I couldn't have tongue tie. I'll even leave that in so people can laugh at my my bad thinking of. I want to tell you who you are. You are I'm the form uh, of a
1: lot of things. Yeah, you no. are
0: the uh, moderator of my Mac to the future uh, uh, page on Facebook, which is a yes, absolutely awesome uh, place I can't believe you guys have over three thousand people uh, uh, in that group. Yeah. It's so it's so awesome. A lot, meet... a lot of cool people and.
1: We we only weed out a few of them, which is good. So we we're pretty yeah. uh, lean back or laid back. So yeah, yeah which is fun. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. We'll talk about that at the end of the show. And you, and you can uh, give everybody information about that. So we got. To, uh, some great topics to talk about uh, today, and uh, Warren being a big beta tester as he is, um, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk to him a little bit about uh, beta testing in general, and then there is a new story about that. So we got some new stories here as, as I always do, and then uh, some topics this week is. Uh, uh, What's up with all these Apple I, 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 iOS updates? You know, we're really, I, I just really want to, I'm perplexed to how many updates that Apple really rolled out. We're going to hit that topic a little bit. Um, and then uh, eSIM, uh, eSIM is a discussion I've had previously on a previous episodes. So I, I just had, did a discussion with uh, our friend Chuck Joyner on uh, Mac Voices, but I want to hit that topic a little, little further. Um, and uh, we'll keep going with tips and some other stuff, so I won't have to keep give you the whole agenda. But uh, look forward to a great sh- uh, show here. So, uh, but let's get started and uh, let's hit the news right away. What do you say, Warren?
1: Let's uh, let's dig in.
0: All right. Uh, so um, my first story I that caught my eye was uh, Anatech's in depth. Uh, review of the iphone 11 and they're saying that the a13 processor is twice as fast as the competition uh this is on nine to five mac and uh, they did a full review uh, uh, on this and actually this was today as we record this uh, on the 16th of october um and um as usual, they, they, they say that uh, the processor would be a little faster than the previous one. So they're saying about 20% over the A12. That's that's pretty substantial, I think. Um, and that's what the A12 processor was in the, the XS, the, the XR and the XS Max. Uh, so, uh, and uh, they did increase the peak power draw of the A13 processor. And I definitely see that because the battery life is pretty phenomenal. We both have uh, I, iPhone 11s. So uh, what do you think of the story?
1: Um, yeah, I did see it. Um, you know, of course, every year you're going to get a faster processor. You know, I think the biggest surprise was a battery, um, to everybody. Um, I don't think anybody was expecting that, but I think everybody will, you know, there's a few things you expect every year on on an upgrade have a faster processor, better camera, uh, hopefully a little bit of a screen. Um, you know, and then, you know, you get happy with the other stuff if if it happens. So, um, Yeah so i mean it it's fast you know like you i had a uh, i had a tennis max before right do i do i notice that much difference between the two do i notice 20% difference not really i mean yeah i mean it's not still yeah it, it's fast i mean it's fast it's definitely fast but it's uh the last one was fast too and um you know i have an ipad pro Like you, uh, the 11-inch, and I have uh, the new Mini, uh, the last iPad Mini. And, you know, if I compare it to my Pro, it doesn't seem that much faster. But if I compare it to the Mini, you can kind of see the speed difference. So the processors, you know, do make a difference, but I I don't think they make that much of a difference like compared to a pc uh
0: i i think really the battery life has been my most impressed i've been very impressed with uh with that uh with that this phone i think well worth uh the investment alone is this battery life is because uh the tennis max all was good for me, but although I did have the the their case, the battery case, uh, the smart case, um, mm-hmm. uh, so I you know I, I probably experienced what I'm experiencing now on the on the 11 Pro Max without having that big bulky case now. So um, that's, uh, that's 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 uh, so that in itself is uh, is pretty cool. So um, yeah, but definitely. anything? How much else you could say about the processors? I mean, again, it's not a critical thing that you need. Do you, do you need these phones? No. Um, are they nice? Yes. Do they have nice displays? Yes. So I think we can leave it at that.
1: Probably the camera itself takes a little bit of, pro- I've not right. probably definitely the camera definitely takes, does. Yeah. Uh, takes uh, more of the processing power than probably the previous generation. So whether, you know, you know, obviously the uh, like deep fusion is only available on the 11 line, but you know, could they possibly have put it on a, like a 10 or 10 R uh, or 10 X, I mean, um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, who knows? I think the article actually states that it needs the, uh, 13, uh, the uh, A13 processor for it to work. Right. But no, so I don't know if it's because of the speed or because of something else.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, but uh, that's all I really can say about that. And let's uh, move on. I got another story here on Apple Insider, uh, but it's been all over the news today. Uh, the FCC approved a twenty six point five billion dollar merger of T-Mobile and Sprint. Uh, that's been ongoing for you know a fair amount of time. Here, we've talked about this in the past, uh, but FCC has actually given the official green light um, with the uh, vote of approval, allowing the two companies to join. But there's a couple hurdles left to go here. A lot of states around the country are are, are suing uh, to to block it, and um, in and, the uh, and so they're, they're and they did the article does say that uh, T-Mobile is not going, T-Mobile Sprint are not going to to proceed with this until that's all cleared up. What do you think of this merger?
1: Um, no, well, I mean I switched to T-Mobile a few months ago, per you and a couple other people suggested it. Um, I know the merger has been, been talked about for a while. The only thing I think about is whether, uh, it's going to help with coverage if they get to buy sprints yeah. towers and use sprints and and, that.
0: and that's the biggest thing. And that's the biggest thing I mentions mentioned in this article is, is the rural America is just brutal when it comes to having coverage for cellular service. All, I can attest to that because I was visiting in uh, Southwest Michigan last weekend, uh, from, uh, when we have to record this, um, and, uh, Boy, I was, I was, it was brutal. I was like, "Ha, how, how do these people live?" Uh, well, I did have T-Mobile. Apparently, Verizon tends to have a little better coverage there, but uh, but that's that doesn't make sense. All the carriers should have equal. It should be an equal playing field at this point. Um, I mean, uh, and and I, I think with this with with this merger, it's gonna it's gonna accelerate the five G. I mean, the five G coverage is gonna make things even better, make these rural areas be able to have internet speeds that they can that can enjoy uh, because none of these. Uh, None of these big companies like AT and T and Comcast want to run any cables anywhere to to these rural areas because it isn't cost effective for them because they don't want to run it. But, uh, but but you can put up a simple tower, simple towers around the areas in the rural areas, and, and then you can get the much better coverage. So, um, yeah, I would they, say.
1: Used to, they used to they just have the satellites, right? I mean, they used to have and satellites. Such lag—that's that. the
0: problem with the lag. It yeah. was
1: it was lag, and I think I've seen the commercials now, where now they're they're trying to push them those those things out because i know 5g is coming and 5g is gonna you know hopefully take you know take those people out because yeah uh in theory if you could put internet speeds in the air like 5g says again then that's that's what you need to do because they don't have the infrastructure with the cables
0: so it will be interesting. I'm, I'm hoping the merger goes through. I'm a T-Mobile customer, very happy T-Mobile customer, I must say. And um, and uh, I think if anything, it's going to strengthen the company even more. And we'll get to see even more fun things that John Ledger is going to post in social media. Uh, he's a yep. fun, he's a fun guy to follow if you have, if you he don't is. know uh, John 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 Ledger of uh, is the uh, CEO of T-Mobile and uh, great guy, great guy. And he's really built this built T-Mobile up. And again, I'm biased. And and I, I I I'm I. I'm a T-Mobile 2 mobile customer. I'm not getting compensated for it, but I could tell you, I I think is the best thing I ever did. So, no,
1: we've, I've been happy too. Yeah. So to. Yeah.
0: Are you are you on T-Mobile it. as well? That's right. That's right.
1: Yes, for sure. I got um, I got uh, I think I got a free taco the other day. But. Yeah. There you go. There you <laughs> go. Some free stuff.
0: There you go. Uh, yeah. There. Are, I mean, yeah. T-Mobile Tuesdays. You get the tacos and uh, I think and you get free gas. Ten percent, ten cents off gas every week from Shell. <laughs>
1: And then you if you're a,
0: a baseball fan, every year they give you what they give away uh, MLB at bat, which is pretty, is awesome in itself. <laughs> yeah,
1: Fifteen bucks, 15 bucks last week. Uh, if you um, at the MLB shop. Did you yeah. say that
0: one? Yeah, yeah, you got discounts with the, uh-huh. this. And again, this I is like, the T-Mobile yeah. Tuesdays app. And they like giving stuff. Sometimes they kind of irritated me when they gave away like uh, cool bags and not, the stores would never have any <laughs> when you by the time you got there.
1: Uh, uh, I got my hat.
0: They had a hat yeah. once, and I got the hat. Yeah, it's just good. I got the credit card holder thing. It was, it was, it was <laughs> not great. So, anyway, uh, we're gonna move on to this third story, which will actually lead into a topic. Um, uh, Apple released the third developer betas of uh, iOS uh, 13.2, and then i iPad OS 13.2, and uh, of course TV OS, and then you also have Apple Watch OS uh, 6.1. Uh, so they're at the third betas already, um, and we're gonna talk about how crazy this, the updates updates have been in, this time around in a minute here. But uh, it looks like uh, they've they, uh, the uh, they do see some notable notable changes. Um, uh, 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 but one thing is in including the ability to opt in to a program where anonym anonymatizes voice recordings of serial requests um a number of new emojis have uh, emerged um i don't know if you i know you've got you're on this i haven't even started playing with this yet on my 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 phone um mm-hmm. but uh what do you think so far i assume you've already got it installed and rocking yeah
1: yeah actually t- was this um i thought it was a fourth was it a fourth beta of ios uh 13 or third uh, maybe you're right it's the fourth Anyhow. on the watch.
0: It's the second it? on uh, iOS. I'm just saying. That's what. I, yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. This is. So, yeah, this is um, you're
0: you're you're scaring me. I thought I didn't get a current article. Yeah. This is on uh, Apple Insider.
1: <laughs> it, was yeah. though, right? it was today, though, right? Because they were sent about three hours ago. It was today. Um, yeah. yeah. And you don't have so, it installed yet? <laughs> no, I do. I have them all installed. Okay. I got to watch it. I was gonna say. <laughs> so yeah. So the the when when you first install uh, the betas on the iOS, uh, iPadOS, and macOS first prompt you get is um, emulate the prompt, because if you enable Siri, it tells you on the Mac, but it basically says something like, Siri sends information like your voice input, contacts, and location to Apple to process your request, and then you can say enable or not. So you kind of get that on all all your devices uh, when you first set it up, and you can say yes. Me, I, I say yes, sure. I don't care. You know, make make Siri better. I'm not You're a glutton anything. for punishment. I tell you, I'm, I'm not saying anything that I wouldn't tell anybody. And uh, if you can make Siri uh, better, then go for it. Um. So they, there's that. The emojis. Uh, I don't. I'm not an emoji person. I don't even know what's no? out there okay. to be honest with you. Um. But I could tell you that. Um. I could tell you that uh, iOS uh, at least. Um. The, from last week's beta and this today's beta, is a lot. Feels a lot better than what's out in release because I had the release too. Yeah. Um, and it it fixes some things. There's still some issues. Uh, mail is still kind of not quite there yet. There's still some issues with mail here. Huh. And here. Um, okay. Not yeah you know, like silly stuff like once in a while if you open up a, open up mail it will open up to the last email you looked at no matter where you were instead of like the the default view or things like that. And you ever so often can't download from a server and things like that, but it's a lot better. Um, so I mean the the iOS beta, if you had a phone in your hand with iOS beta and production, you wouldn't know which one's which It's, it's basically the same thing. So, um, same with the iPad OS and pretty much same with the, um, same with the, um, mac os they're, they're not majorly um but yeah it's uh it's it's fun it, uh, as far as the beta process it's been rough i've done these for
0: yeah you are uh you're a dedicated beta tester and especially you do it on <laughs> primary devices which just blows my mind i, I just couldn't do it uh, i mean i've got I, i've got a 12.9 inch uh, first gen ipad i've been using uh ipad pro uh, that I've been using it on, and then uh, I have a 10R um, that I've been also using it on, and uh, um, I'm I'm more than comfortable doing it on those devices because they're not my primary devices. But uh, uh,
1: kinda, yeah,
0: you yeah. are you are brave.
1: I kind of do the same thing every year. Though when the first when the first when you know on WWDC comes out, I'll generally um, take an image of everything first, um, take iOS uh, iCloud backups, and all that good stuff then I'll put my production stuff on that beta. And, and generally I'll hold off on a watch for about two or three beta cycles. And then I'll kind of go on, on the watch too. So yeah. I'll usually have, you know, I have an, usually have an, uh, an iPad and an iPhone. So historically I would do an iPad on iOS, uh, beta and my iPhone, not on uh, the beta, but since now iPad and, uh, iPhone OS is our split yeah, it's a little different so um yeah so but yeah this this one's been rough the, the, for the first two months it's been kind of hard to deal with production machines but we made it I got there and uh, and now it's a it's a lot better than it was I
0: have to edit this here I sorry I had to get up that's <laughs> so, all right. uh, let's let's edit uh, this will be an edit point take two. Okay. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's great. Yeah. And, uh, and it's, um, it, it is, uh, like I said, it's not for the faint of heart. I could say that, uh, you gotta be, you gotta be, uh, you, you gotta be one that wants to deal with it. All the pains of uh, being in a beta tester um, and expect that uh, you're going to have problems with your device. Which, I would, I would exactly. agree with that.
1: Um, but that's, that's what we do. We like to figure out, you know, a lot of these uh, problems that we, we have as a tech, you know, we, Kind of find ways around and it. it's kind of neat to find alternatives oh, yeah that, that's and,
0: what you as both of us being it professionals we love we love doing that um yeah, yeah. and uh it's very interesting so um but uh ch- check it out if you can you you can do a public beta if you so choose you know both of us of course have a developer a developer accounts so we because we want to charge to try it right away. excuse me right away so um there's uh, definitely some uh, interesting things. Uh, one thing I want—I just remembered an article I, I wanted to talk, touch on a bit, a, bit, a little bit—is uh, I don't know if you read read about this—the uh, fact that iOS iPad OS 13 was causing some serious uh, slowness on the iPad Air 2. Did you yeah, did, did you hear about that? It.
1: I read it briefly, but I did see it a bit like that.
0: Yeah. So uh, our friend, our friend Adamx over at Tidbits, they wrote, he wrote an article about it, and it looks like it was—it was—it was a. Um, isolated it it wasn't wasn't a ton of uh problems with it so um but more so something to be aware of i'm gonna put a put this put a link to this article in the show notes if you if you had if you had experienced any ipad air issues um be be aware if you're not having if you haven't upgraded yet to ios 13 you might want to hold off a little bit uh but i think for the most part uh it's been um it's been okay because uh, uh as I read through the article it said some people there were some people that were having issues. I put a link there in the show notes on that. So uh but uh yeah, uh check that out uh, and uh be aware. App the air the air two is a yeah, it's an older device. And just like anything, you know, Apple uh, uh does uh, uh does do uh, support a lot of devices, which is great. Um uh but uh you know just kinda be aware of that. So um so with that let's uh let's lead right into some of the topics we were going to talk about today um so what i wanted to talk about is is what's all what 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 is with all these ios updates i i just i mean i was just dumbfounded how um you know we start we started off with what 12.4.1 before ios 13 hit um and then of course, um, when you got the new device, uh, 13.0, which of course you're never going to expect is going to be around much, uh, much uh, longer than a, a few days, sometimes a few weeks, depending on, I mean, I, I mean, I think if you look back on the issue, I have, I have a link in the show notes to the Wikipedia article that, that everybody is always updating, uh, all the versions. Um, and, uh. I just find it interesting to see uh what all the fixes were and what what they went through so you started at 13.0 then you went to 13.1 and that was on um that was on september 24th that was like what was that four days three five days after the uh, 13.0
1: wasn't that um something
0: like that and then we just had one the other day yeah so then you go to 13.1.1 which was three days later (laughs) Yeah. Fixing more bugs, and then you had 13.1.2 that was another three days later, and then uh, then you go to 13.1.3 that just got released. Uh, was it yesterday or the day before? No, yeah, it was yesterday, it was yesterday,
1: yeah. or was yeah. it today? <laughs> I don't know, I don't, today, the 16th, yeah. today it's was just, the
0: betas, you know,
1: yeah, yesterday was the other one.
0: It, it, it's just just crazy. October fifteenth, so it was yesterday. It was yesterday. Yeah.
1: So and came out with the Moha, uh, the um, Catalina supplemental. So
0: what, what what is your thoughts? I mean, you're a beta tester. You've seen you've, you've seen it all. Why, why do you think Apple has had such a problem of, of making this a stable release?
1: Well, I mean, like I said, I, I definitely noticed that the betas are, or let's say thirteen point two is definitely a lot better than the 13.1s out there, because uh, as soon as I put it on there, my phone was acting faster. It was behaving better. So yeah. I, I mean, what, the, the problem I have is, you know, Apple just needs to dump this publicly out, this 13.2, and stop messing around with these point updates at this point, because it, it needs to be done. And yeah. then for the people who bought, you know, for the people who bought the uh, the the, uh, the pro phone, or the 11, I guess, Mm-hmm. The, you know you saw you know they saw the news, people talk about deep fusion, and they're like, "I want the deep fusion, you know, and you know they it's like they don't have it, and they're reading some articles saying, Well, it's out in beta, but you know they they can't use it until they get on thirteen point two and I would be you know I would be upset if I wasn't a beta user yeah. and i had a and I had a pro phone that you know that you know could take these great pictures and but Apple's just not releasing what's needed to be released. So that that that's a bad luck, I think. I think they just need to get it done and get it out. Um, from from a normal user perspective, yeah. I had to pull my son and my my wife's arm and leg just to go on to 13. And finally got him on 13. And then like a week later the, the 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 update came out. I'm like, did you do your update? And they're like, no, nah, I don't feel like dealing with this anymore. So like and then uh, at this point I'm like worried to even tell them to do the updates. Cause like every time, like I tell them to do an update, you know, three days later, a new update comes out and then, you know, normal users, they don't like that. Text like it. We like it. I'm fine with it. Like, you know, I love updates, but they don't. Yeah.
0: So. I'm, I'm always one. As soon as I, I read about it. It's funny. I, I made mean, three came out yesterday. I'm sitting at the lunch table with, uh, with coworkers and having lunch and, uh, I I go uh, look at the news like you and, you and I both do at the same time, and sure enough, yep, there was another update. Oh, jeez! So I go and get go into software updates and force it to update. And I, you know, I'm usually right away. I I run the updates. as
1: yeah. uh, you got a good internet connection. You go and do it.
0: So. I'm I'm just like you, but uh, yeah, it just this was a crazy crazy round. I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with iOS 14.
1: It's it's a bad look for, again. It's a bad look for Apple for the normal user because it really is. You know. 'Cause you got to you know, you, you know, everybody jokes around I mean the jokes are Windows, you know, makes you update it all the time. And that's what one thing that Apple was good at not doing. Um, and so you know, right now the new OS has more updates than probably the new Windows uh does. And it's they have to they have to get it together. They have to yeah. just put out thirteen point two and just they should put it out at least
0: that's get you. it out get it out i'm i'll be anxious to get it on my 10r and see how it uh, how it performs and uh, and I'm, i've already think i think i already downloaded it on my other ipad so um we'll, we'll see how that goes and uh just and go and along diffusion, that's what.
1: deep fusion works i mean i mean people are like you know maybe it's not ready yet but i i think it works i mean i oh know, yeah as far as i could tell
0: i forgot it, uh why don't you tell the listeners what what remind us what what is deep fusion
1: Right, so deep fusion on, um, on the 11 and 11 Pro and 11 Pro Max is um, essentially the phone will take, depending on the environment that you're in. So if it's dark, it will go into night mode. If it can do an HDR shot, it'll do an HDR. Somewhere in between there, there's a deep fusion mode too, where you're, if you're not yeah. in those two areas, it will take multiple. When you click the shutter, it takes multiple pictures at once at, and basically after you take the picture, sort of stitches it together into an image, uh at which is basically a clearer image because he uses multiple cameras and then it uses multiple alg- algorithms algorithm, algorithms to um to put them all together. So the result mm-hmm. is you get more detail of of uh, pictures. And of course the big joke is uh The sweater because the sweater is basically pretty furry and fuzzy and it has lots of uh yeah yeah. so so basically if you take a picture of something like a sweater you know and zoom in you'll see basically the greens and the fibers and things like that so that's the example you just get better you get a, a more realistic image um, yeah. from the algorithms that it, it puts together and of course with 13.1 or 13.0 and 13.1 it's not available yet right um, it's in it's in beta in 13.2 and um and that's so you that's have to decent.
0: have 13.2 oh. in order to see this so yeah
1: yeah uh,
0: those who are not doing beta tests you'll have to wait uh, for a little bit to uh in order to be able to to do to take advantage of this so Again, uh, part of the, part of the beta testing process, but uh, I would anticipate thirteen two is going to be out sooner <clears throat> than later. Probably
1: next week,
0: I would say next week. Yeah, I would be very surprised not. They not be so. Um, yep. uh, let's go. Let's go ahead and move on topics here. Let's talk a little bit about what eSIM is. Um, I've talked about eSIM in uh, various links uh, the last couple episodes. I was just on the uh, the Mac Voices uh, show uh, this this past week, and uh, Chuck Join and I had a great discussion about uh, eSIM. But I wanted to kind of extend it a little further on what what we talked about, uh, and uh, and get your view too because you've you've used eSIM as long as well as I have. So so we got to get uh, two we'll get two good views of uh, of what we've experienced, and you've probably experienced more than me because um, I didn't I did not have that. Uh, second sim um with me or my e-sim actually failed when i was in italy because of uh because of the mistake of uh uh going on e-sim before t mobile was ready for it so (laughs) Uh, because they finagled getting my tennis max uh, enabled so um but basically what esim is esim is a way of being able to have a electronic version of your sim so your sim is not a physical sim anymore you you and, and the way you sign up for it is uh you go to your carrier uh, in the case of um of both of us is t mobile uh, in fact i was absolutely i was actually able to do it over their chat because i i had a physical sim in my 10 my 11 pro max when it started off and I said, I want to switch it over. Um, and then they just, all I had to do is give them the, the ESID number, which is a really long number. And it's a different number than what you used to see on those, on the physical announcement parts. Um, and then, uh, uh, they uh, put that number onto your account and then they send you a QR code and you scan that QR code and it does all the work for you. Um, and I, and I know originally what they had ESIM set up for is they were using it for, for people, prepaid phones, a lot of the prepaid phones, um, not postpaid, the ones that you pay for every month. Um, so, uh, that, uh, uh, that that's where it started, but now all the carriers are supporting eSIM. They're, they're starting to see that it's a much more efficient way of, of, uh, providing service you don't have to have these physical sims that always are failing because you know every time I, you have a problem the first thing they're going to do is swap the sim all right? right. <laughs> uh so it, it's definitely interesting so um how did you uh how did you go through uh when you got your new phone were you on eSIM right away
1: so i'm not on i'm not on eSIM now in fact I've installed oh you're not oh okay. Too. So you inspired me to talk to uh, T-Mobile, uh, yeah. Maybe after Vegas and do it because I would love to do that. Yeah. Um So I still have a physical SIM in my in my phone now, okay. which is the nice part about that is when you know I went to uh, Apple and bought my phone. The only thing I had to do was take the SIM card out of the old one and put it in a new card, new right. phone. Which with sim is I'm assuming it's not that easy. You have to probably call T-Mobile and give them the new uh, IES. I- uh, the new uh, IMEI, the you'd probably the IMEI. It's I a
0: ESID now. Is what they call it. Is
1: it an ES? So you have to do that, and they have to swap it to the new phone. Um, right. But so uh, but so that's fine. But I, uh, I used a eSIM when I went to Italy um, from a. Uh, it's an app and a provider called Gigsky, and Gigsky is basically a, it's almost like a global. Uh, it's a global. Um, um uh 4G um uh, yeah. provider that you could pick your countries and a lot of countries go over. So it was actually neat you go over there, you you download the app and then basically when you get to where you're going, um you, you put in some uh information, you pay a certain amount, and then it does activate basically an eSIM um right. on your phone. Mm-hmm. You need the eSIM. And so I, what I got to see is basically what happens if you have an eSIM in your card, uh, in your phone, plus a physical SIM in your phone, too, which is right. kind of neat, too.
0: Which it will show you if you go into, into about and uh, your phone. And uh, it, if, you, if you scroll down, um, you'll, it'll show uh, the first device it'll show. It'll show your uh, Wi-Fi, your Bluetooth and your modem firmware. Then you have an SEID and then you have an EID. Um, mm-hmm. the, those are the two IDs that, that identify the, the eSIM there that's in your mm-hmm. phone. Uh, and then, yeah. so go ahead.
1: I see. It. I see. And the primary and then basically. So what happened is after you have two of them, if you go into cellular, um, right. if you go into cellular, uh, under settings, there's a, um, you know, you could add your cellular. you could actually add a C, uh, that's where you would add an eSIM. Add a cellular plan. Yeah, so yep. yeah, cellular plan. But with the uh, Gig Sky, what this does is it uh, expands this um, cellular screen to the eSIM options, and and I don't remember the actual verbiage, but it was basically the the options were: do you want to enable uh, voice or data or both on SIM one, which would be the physical, and and gave the same options for the the eSIM SIM two. So basically, you could swap data and voice between the two so of course when you're traveling you want right. to you know if you have an e as your travel plan you want to disable mm-hmm. most of um your your, uh, your voice and uh, data or in my wife's case who did the same thing she actually just disabled data on her t-mobile sim uh, right actually i'm sorry we weren't t-mobile we were that's the whole problem Right. T-Mobile. If you go if you go to Italy, you go to Italy it was, with T-Mobile, you, it was beautiful. It was unlimited. Yeah. yeah, fifteen Something bucks that cost that. me. Yeah, for it's Crazy. Verizon uh, for fifteen bucks, you get maybe like half a meg. It's it's stupid. Yeah. So so we were on Verizon at the time, so we had to actually um, yep. you know, really play around with that. Uh, and the Geek guy wasn't, you know, wasn't crazy. It, it was it was pretty expensive actually. If you look at it, it's still cheaper than Verizon was. So when we got to one country, I think I actually bought a, a sim at the at the country I was in and just popped it on and that way. But, um, but yeah, it was cool that you could kind of dictate which sim could do what. Exactly. And like, in my, in my wife's case, she still wanted to get calls because she, whatever reason. So she was able to sure. enable voice on her physical sim and then voice and data on the sim travel thing. So. Right. It was a. It, it works. I mean, there was actually just a heads up. There's some issues though. Um, so when you put like a, if you have dual sim and the issue I had, and this might have been because it was like on beta three of iOS thirteen. Yeah, yeah. see, it comes to bite you.
0: <laughs> it was crazy
1: because it, the, the other sim, changed. Kept changing my region back and forth on my phone. So my Mm, contacts got crazy because the the phone number didn't match up with the the phone number on the contacts. So all my contacts weren't right. So I had to fix that. So I don't know if that's been fixed, but that's the only issue I really had was basically uh, the global eSIM card was basically telling my phone that I wasn't an American phone and I was uh, in Italy and changed all my uh, phone numbers. But, okay yeah other well
0: that, um yeah. the way the way and the way i'm demonstrating i'm demoing it is i uh, uh i have a uh a, some card i'm trialing out uh, mint for mint mobile uh which is a uh, basically an mvno a carrier uh secondary carrier to T-Mobile. So I basically have two T-Mobile to, 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 to numbers if you really think about it, but it's through the Mint carrier instead. So when you go into the cellular settings, because then where I went uh, in the phone is I'm going to settings and then cellular. Um, under that, it's gonna actually show you cellular data. Um, and then cellular data, if you have both SIM lines, both cards going in there, cause it's gonna show both your cell plans in, in that list. If you go to sell your data, you're going to be able to choose which one you want to use as far as which data plan. So you may want to use up some of your cellular data on the other plan if you have a second card. Um, and this comes into the case too is uh, is is if you have a business line and if you have a personal line. There's a lot of people I watch that I, I see all the time are carrying around two phones that. Would drive me crazy. Um, if I had to carry those two phones, I mean, I always have extra phones with me because, you know, just like you, I'm a crazy IT person. So, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but in this case, you can choose in the cellular data which data you want to use now of course in the case of my t-mobile plan it's unlimited so i shouldn't even worry about it but there might be sometimes i want to go on to the to the mint mobile and or or, or in anybody's case you might want to switch to a to to, to different data depending how you have that option then you set the default license you set the default voice line so you can set your primary or your secondary um as uh which one you want um and uh that's pretty cool and then the personal hotspot you can you can turn that on and then of course the hotspot would be based on which cellular data plan you have set up um so you have that um and when you go into the actual cellular plans when you choose uh one of the lines um in the case of uh t-mobile let's say i tap that line and it's you have options like you could turn the line on or off so if like if you wanted just just the one sim and not the other one You could turn the line off. Uh, There is a a tick under the settings there to turn that off. You also can label each one of those lines. So if you go into the cellular plan and label it, you can change the labeling to however you want to label it. Uh, They give you a lot of options, like if you want to call it business or just cellular data, there might be a line. you Maybe all you use it for is data. You don't use it for phone which is really cool. I mean, it really, it really, really tells, tells me that you don't ha- you can use your iPhone as a, as, as a, almost like a Wi-Fi, like a, a Wi-Fi hotspot. Um, um, just by setting that to that type of, uh, uh, device. Um, and then you go through, turn on wifi calling and all the other stuff you have all the other settings uh, that are in there as well. Um, but, uh, it's pretty cool. I, I'm, I'm very impressed of how Apple, uh, uh, got this set up. Um, again, um, uh i don't know if we, we didn't mention it uh, but uh this is only compatible to the 10s the 10s max uh the 10r which is the current model uh, uh low-end model and of course the 11 and the 11 pro uh are all uh all have the capabilities uh of this eSIM. um any any phones older than that like if you have an iphone 10 unfortunately you don't have the option uh to do eSIM. so um uh, any other thoughts you wanted to throw in there with ESIM before we uh, move on?
1: No, I, I think that, that's pretty much. Uh, other than you inspired me to, I have a question for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what, when you switched from physical to ESIM, did you notice any difference uh, from T-Mobile as far as coverage or data speed nope. or anything like that?
0: All the same. Never changed. Now, I did freak out a little bit. I did, I did turn off my T-Mobile account for a moment uh, to see what it would do. And I turned it back on, and then it said no service for a while. I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. I'm going to have to call T-Mobile to get this fixed. But, but I came mm. back. So it does do it. Um, The other thing I did talk about, I did talk about this in a previous show, is the fact that if you ever, for some reason, never would have to erase the phone and reset it, um, it does give you the option when you erase it, there's there's a notification. I did post this in in the Maxi Future group uh, that you can tell it to uh, erase all data, but leave the cellular settings alone. Um, And that's Mm -hmm. what it does. So it just restores the phone. Then the eSIM settings aren't aren't touched. So um, all right. Well, I think we talked that out, but a lot, lot of great information. Check out eSIM if you have one of the newer models. Uh, if you don't, um, you're going to s- stick with your SIM card. So. Um, and I want to talk a little bit about the Files app. Um, and it, that the Files app, generally, basically on the iPad. The iPad is, is probably a device more than anything that's been enhanced in I, iPad OS 13 uh, than anything uh, in the fact that it really almost could be a full-time computer or a full-time device honestly. So you now can plug in, um, an external device, um, in the, uh, into the USB-C port that's on the iPad and it, it immediately recognizes it as a drive. This could be a thumb drive. This can be an external drive. Now, of course, buyer beware, which the devices that will or will not work, it all depends. There's, and I don't know if Warren, have you tried some? Cause I did try some thumb drives and they didn't work
1: yeah you know, i've had my 11 pro for a little bit i haven't actually tried it i can't oh, think okay. of anything i'm, I'm just amazed
0: it. i'm i'm I'm, a, I'm at more advanced with you with some of this stuff i mean you've tried stuff <laughs> I, um,
1: I'm trying, I mean my just real quick my i have a um sandisk uh lightning connected uh, thumb drive
0: yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, yep, that's what I- and uh i plugged that into my iphone with the new files app and that's pretty cool it, it sees yeah. that as a drive now
0: and you know we've got a couple picks i got i've got a new sandisk drive i just bought and i have uh, other things uh, as well coming up uh uh, that that do work really well i I had a thumb drive that i actually have a samsung thumb drive that has a built-in usb c port with a a usb uh, a adapter that comes with it which is pretty cool for having a thumb drive all in one um that worked um but sometimes you'll get some of these drives which are the usb a which is the you know the one everybody knows um that uh, and you put a USB C adapter on it. Um, it it may not work. It all depends on the power and how much it can handle the power. And also, some of those external drives, uh, they may require a little more, a little too much power but the, the iPad can really drive it. Um, so that in itself is uh, is is really cool. Um, yeah, and,
1: people. I mean, people have been clamoring for this for a while. Um,
0: fi- and, yeah, file. And- you finally can manage your files on an iPad. It, without yeah. having to go through all those hoops of how do you how do you how do you do it?
1: <laughs> and the problem is, for you know, eight, seven eight years, we've gotten good at not needing to do it. And uh, right. so I'm still struggling personally. I'm struggling to figure out what I would do with the files. App. Um but it's kind of you know, obviously you could open up you know uh, documents and pictures. Well, and yeah, I mean. Videos.
0: The other it's great like, thing is it's, it's linked to like call drive. So if you're on your Mac, let's say you've got things on your desktop, or if you've got some stored, even maybe in your, if you have your downloads folder synced, um, you can uh, easily get to those files and open them right from the files app. And then it'll right. open it in whichever file, whichever program that you actually have, you know, pretty common things would be like a PDF, you know, that would probably be very common that you would open um, yeah, things like that. And
1: sometimes yeah, it also comes in handy actually now when you're, um, on, on like in Safari or online and you download something, right. Previously, if you download something that didn't know what to do, but now we'll save it to one of the options is uh, to save it to files. So that's kind of a neat thing uh, rather than like to, you know, send to a program, which is what it used to do. Like if you download a PDF, right. Clicked on it, it would say, what do you want to do? And says, uh, what what do you mean I want to do? I want, I want to have this file. No, you can't have it. You can send it to uh, Adobe or you could send it to a, Something else, so it, it's definitely that. That's a good use case for downloading files to it.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And then the other cool thing is being able to link all your cloud services right in the Files app, so it's all like a one-stop shop. Um, so I've got like Google Drive and uh, Dropbox and Amazon Drive um, and OneDrive are all all linked to the Files app, so you can get to those files. Well let's say somebody's sharing you sharing something with you that they're on that service and, and they and they're and they're not on another service. Um now you're able to, to be able to share it. The only thing they haven't really enhanced yet, and I I know uh is, is the sharing of folders in iCloud. There was I know there was some I there wasn't there maybe it was in the beta uh that they were waiting to to enable that, right? It
1: never no, even in the beta it wasn't enabled and they never yeah, it hasn't so, been
0: tested so yet. There, they're still so they're still having challenges with that. So that that's the only uh drawback to iCloud uh, drive if you want to share stuff. It's a little more challenging. So that's why we have Google Drive and we've got Dropbox and uh, Box is another one. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and all the others that are out there that you can um that you can easily uh, link to if, if need be in one place. Um uh but uh, no it it it's a really cool Thing that Apple did with the Files app, I'm very impressed of uh, what they've done, and uh, and uh, I don't think much else we could say about it other than it, mm-hmm. check it
1: out. And, and it, it it was due, it was due, and uh, you know they did it, and you know yeah. now we can't tell them to do it anymore. So it's there. So and, and so there- you say it's you know it's not it's on the iPhones too. So you know we right. say it's good, for, we say it's good for the iPad, but you know it's. The same on the iPhone, which
0: is also good. Right. To and then, uh, yeah, I forgot to mention that with with the devices that have a lightning connector still, because if you, those there's still plenty of people out there on, on iPads that have the lightning connector, like my iPad Pro first gen is on an, is a lightning connector. You have to have that uh, the camera connector kit or the uh, the the the, the, uh, the dongle or adapter that's the uh, it's got the USB connection to it um, that would plug the device in uh, to yeah. that adapter.
1: Uh, or to be able to, or like the or the thing I have, which SanDisk and a few others have them, which is oh
0: yeah, they've got I've, actual set adapters, but, right?
1: They actually have it's a dual adapter, lightning on one side and um right. USB A on the other, other side. Um yeah, I've I've seen like knock uh, on Amazon for like ten bucks for like 32 gigs worth. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know if it'll work or not, but yeah, so
0: just just be aware that you do have to obviously need to have adapters uh in order for you to be able to plug in. So um, when we we got, I've got a couple more tips we're going to talk about, and then we're going to talk about our picks, uh, this week. Uh, uh, my picks are actually some, uh, items, uh, hardware, uh, related items this week. Um, and, uh, first off, um, I, I don't know if you were aware of this. There's I have one tip I wanted to talk about. Doing screenshots, I absolutely love doing screenshots on uh, on iOS, uh, whether it be on the iPhone or the iPad. Um, Of course, you know how to do a screenshot, right? Uh, You uh, you push the 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 power button and up the volume up button at the same time on an on an on a Face ID type device, and it uh, does the screenshot of the uh, of what you're looking for. Brings the screenshot down to the bottom uh, left. And you either can just leave it there, and it saves it right into the photos uh, photos app, or you can go in, tap it, and do editing with it. Um, but I wanted to talk about was, um, I, I don't know, were you aware of this one with the with uh, with Safari? Yeah,
1: I'm looking forward to hearing about it. This all
0: right, you could, uh, uh, so
1: long when you do it.
0: All right, cool. So if uh, those of us have wanted to do screenshots of a in Safari of a web page, now you know whenever you do a screenshot, of course. You look at um, the web page and then, of course, you scroll down. It's got a long scroll down and you might want to say to yourself, you know, maybe I want to be able to capture maybe the entire web page. There might be something on that page you want to read later or whatever the the, the case may be. So, of course, again, as I mentioned, when you do a screenshot, you do the power button and the volume up button on the uh, face ID type device and then you tap uh, the screenshot. Now. In the screenshot, in this case, you're going to see a couple options at the very top. You have uh, screen or full page. So if you tap full page, now what it's going to do is it's going to convert that screenshot you just did into the full page that scrolled all the way down of all of that all that web page. Isn't that cool? Um, that and good. um, and then and then uh, once you're done, you tap done, and now it's going to give you a couple options of how you want to save it. So what it's going to do is it's actually going to save it to files it would save it uh, so you uh tap save pdf to files so then you choose where you want to save it as a file in um uh in in fi- the files app and then away you go you got you have an actual screenshot capture of a web page that can be shared with anybody um you know if you like i said we just talked about it if you want to put it uh, you want to put it in google drive uh, here check this out real quick and then some will be able to get to it right away no idea
1: that was great Hmm, great. that's actually is very useful term
0: yep so i got one good tip this week so uh i thought this topic would be good before we uh, wrap things up here and uh and hit some uh picks here is um uh, mixing a little bit of talking about uh, uh mac os mojave no mac os catalina excuse me uh and um and using a uh, uh, a new uh feature that's called sidecar now, so, and now uh, there are hard, there's been some hardware type devices for a while. I, I have a Luna display. I've got one. Of the, it's a little adapter dongle thing that you'd plugged into the USB C port of your Mac, and then you it, you ran some software, and what it would do is it would allow you to be able to you know, take get an image of a uh, uh, duplicate image, like adding a second screen to your Mac, and being able to uh, access it. But of course, it was limited what you could do. I'm very psyched, and I know you've been using you've been using Sidecar quite a bit, right? mm-hmm yep. okay so i'm gonna let you uh tell tell the audience uh, what you've experienced especially the fact of the touchscreen and the pencil
1: <laughs> right so i actually um funnyness i actually ordered the Luna, the luna as well luna, before, display. The luna display before wwdc and then after wwdc it hadn't shipped yet and i canceled it because
0: well, they, so you go like uh, I, I still have it so
1: yeah and so but i've tried uh X display, which is one, and uh, a, yeah. there's a duet, which is duet display. Yeah, that's Duet's software like, based. They're all software based. Uh, Duet's mm-hmm. probably not terrible, but with, with all the all these, and I don't know about the Luna display, but there's lag. Um, per, there's a little bit of lag when you go between uh, uh, the iPads and the uh, and the, uh, the Mac, especially on the iPad side. And uh, and then some of them need the cable and some don't need the cable. But if you don't, yeah. if you do it wirelessly, it's really uh, laggy. So I was excited for this because um, I actually um, had, uh, at the time, I had an iPad mini. So I was playing around with the iPad mini 5. So yeah. uh, you need, evidently on a MacBook side, you need something with a butterfly keyboard. And on the iPad oh, really? side, you need, yep. Like they said it has to have uh, that one of the models with the butterfly. So the tw-
0: 2016 and higher then.
1: Yeah, and and I think they said that the regular MacBook, the 12 inch doesn't do it, uh, but everything else will. Interesting. Uh, and then on the iPad side, you need something that supports a pencil. It doesn't have to be the second gen; it just uh, first or second. So right. that's the requirement. That's that's the easiest way to remember. You need a on a MacBook, you need a butterfly keyboard. And on the iPad, you need something that supports a pencil. Anyway, so you, you, uh, you get on uh, Catalina, you get on iOS 13. Um, I recommend a lot of people can't get it started unless they um, plug in a uh, cable first, whether it's Lightning to uh, USB C or USB C to USB C in the iPad Pro. Um, once you do that, if you go to settings and uh, preferences, there's now a sidecar. Um, There's now a sidecar um, option, and in that sidecar option, it will you pull down of anything, any compatible iPad that you can use. So Mm -hmm. in my case, I had two: the Mini and not a Pro. You pick that, and then there's a few other options in there too, which are whether you want to show the I'm going to go under whether you want to show the um, the sidebar, and the sidebar has um, it's not quite the same sidebar as a Mac side. It kind of gives you See if I can turn it on. It gives you some gives you some uh specific commands um mm-hmm. for, for the Mac, which are t- touch um finger touch. Like so you could actually finger touch the sidebar. Yep. Uh you could put the keyboard on there, you could do a shift, you could do a the control from there. Um and the other one's a touch bar, which is what it sounds like. It basically um puts a the icons of the touch bar down there um i have a 2018 pro and with a touch bar and a uh, mm-hmm. and an error without the touch bar and um i haven't i gotta try it again but my error with uh if you if you do the error it doesn't it won't put the touch bar on the mac on, on the ipad mm. if you if your computer did, at the time if your computer didn't have a touchpad it won't put the touch uh, the soft touchpad on there so um, that's something else to talk about. And then, uh, the last one is en- enable double pat- tap for the iPad pencil, which is explanatory uh, right. and that's it. You plug it in, you pick your, uh, iPad and it goes, and then going from that part on, if you ever want to connect to your iPad as a secondary display, either wirelessly or wired, you could go up to your airplay, mm-hmm. uh, icon, and it will show up as a, um, device. And once it shows up as a monitor device, you could uh, control it through the display preferences, just like any other um, external display. And uh, I mean, it—the real magic is how lagless it is. I mean, it it works as you. I was impressed. As it's supposed to. Yeah, it works like what you think it's going to do. It's it's basically just an extra display, but it's. It it's almost like uh, even uh, we're going over Wi-Fi. It's it's very impressive. So you know, they're, I think they're using uh, Apple. So they're using some of the processor power um, of, mm. of the of the uh, Mac, and I think that's why you need a newer Mac for it. Yep. But um, yeah, it's it's uh, you know, so funny enough, I. Uh, as soon as I started playing with it, I, I had again the iPad Pro <laughs> well, sorry, I,
0: I, I think remember you, you didn't you had a 10.5 and you were fine with it.
1: <laughs> and, well, I had the 10.5 and I sold it because I, I sold it. That's I wasn't right. doing anything with it. So then I then the Mini Five came out. I'm like, you know, I really want that because I like the Mini. I still do. Yeah, the well, uh, Mini is and, nice. And then yeah, and then then the sidecar Card came out. I'm like, yeah, I just got to do it. And on the iPad Pro compared to like the Mini, the display is just gorgeous i mean it looks just as good if not better than the built-in display on the uh macbook pro that's awesome uh, it just looks great um and uh yeah so you know basically if you're traveling if you're going to starbucks and you have a uh compatible ipad and, and pro there's literally no reason why you can't have like very easy setup two monitors uh going for you it's just it just works so
0: um, I uh have I did I did throw a link in the show notes uh for um <laughs> it's on imore.com article on what mac support uh sidecar and what iPad support sidecar. Um mm-hmm. so you'll everybody will have a whole laundry listing uh as far as uh that is as, as well as requirements for using sidecar. Um like you said for Wi Fi use, Bluetooth use, hand on, handoff is turned on. So all kinds of stuff and you'll 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 see this is a great article and you'll get all everything you want to know. As far as the and compatibility, and
1: I, I think it's going to sell iPads. To be honest, oh, really? Me. Is I think, it really yeah, is? I think, I think it will. People, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I would, I would, if I didn't have a good iPad, I would, you know, definitely buy one for it. It's, I mean, you know, I've, you're getting it's not a cheap second monitor, but it's a really nice second monitor. No. I mean, it does other things.
0: <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of businesses, you know, they want to, people are traveling with laptops, and they say, oh, you know what? I really need to have a second monitor." And you know, ASUS makes a great travel monitor that I've seen been given out yes, to a lot yeah. of uh, companies. Um, but it's it is cheap—hundred ninety nine dollars, two hundred dollars, or two hundred fifty dollars—versus you know mm-hmm. what a iPad is. But um, unfortunately, uh, in this in the case of business, you know, there's still a lot of a lot of PC users out there. This is not. Uh, available on the PC uh, unless they've got something that we're not aware of, but we stay in the Mac world, so we're not worried about it. So because yeah, it works, I mean, it works with Mac. <laughs>
1: du- Duet does work with PC. I, you know, so I have boot camp on my machines, and uh, oh, that's right around with it. So Duet will work. It's just a world of difference. So I mean, it, it's oh, I'm sure it's it's just so much m- more pleasurable to use the um, the side card than anything else it it just
0: it yeah, that's just, right. you can do bootcamp or even I use parallels and you can put parallels yeah. windows on that second screen on your and, iPad and
1: and, yeah, but Sidecar does tricks too like as you said, the Apple pencil works in, in some places with it uh, one of my favorite tr- tricks is it's actually it, it shows as an app so, so when the sidecar is running if you go to multitask your apps mm-hmm. um you'll actually see Sidecar listed yeah, as a as a running app and you could switch around seamlessly between other iPad apps mm-hmm. and then go right back into sidecar. Like you never left it. So, right. Uh, it's, so it, it really is. It's a second display that could be an iPad. So it's it's great.
0: Absolutely. All right. the uh, little time we have left a couple of picks I have uh, for this week. Uh, the first one, um, that uh, I'd been wanting to buy. And then finally the price came down to where I wanted it to be was, uh, this is a SanDisk disc, one terabyte, extreme portable, external SSD. Uh, very fast. It's uh, 550 megabytes a second, uh, the file transfers. It's USB-C on board, and it's, uh, also got it also It's also works with USB 3.1. Uh, in the box is this little small, almost like a big flat pack of gum. I mean, I, it just blows my mind how small these, these devices have gotten uh, and have one terabyte of data to be carrying around me at all times. So I wanted to be able to copy files over and be able to... Uh, um, store stuff with me at all times and, and not have to worry. And I don't have to carry around like, you know, 50 thumb drives, <laughs> you know? Um So um it, it does come with a USB C USB uh, 3.1 adapter, which is cool. So it plugs right. It's like a little adapter plugs onto the USB C uh, cable that also comes with it. And, and I, as I talked about earlier, I had that it's called the extreme portable. It plugged right into my iPad and the files app recognized it immediately. Um, so, and you, and you said you have one of these too, like one of the older ones.
1: I have it. It's a WD one. It's, it's about to oh, Western Israel. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's what, it's 500, uh, 500 uh, gig. And it's, um, they're great. I mean, like I was telling you before we started, um, it, I had a clone on there once. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Trey, you cloned,
0: uh, uh cloned, a, uh, an OS. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I cloned Mojave on there and if you just boot off it, it's, it's, almost i would say it's probably as fast as like a you know like a two, 2015 or 16 macbook that's pretty it's, cool it's not quite as fast as you know obviously right. the super ssds they have in there now Good. but it, it's fast enough to, i mean you it's usable like permanently right. usable so
0: but more um, more so my focus to talk about was the fact that i can use it with my ipad and i definitely won't be Using it to boot, but you know, who knows? I'm an IT yeah. guy. I love playing around. I might erase things, add things. I like doing that. Uh, but do check a time it out. Machine. Do a time yeah. machine backup on it. It's
1: <laughs> like you could do, I think, my uh, 200 gig hard drive backup for time machine on that thing when I've tested yeah. it. Yeah, about 30 minutes, maybe 35
0: minutes. Get, you could do that for sure. Minute. Got a yeah. link to that in the show notes. And then the second item I bought uh, recently was a, uh, a new case. You know, I never could find a really good case for my iPad pro 11 inch. Um, I, uh, you know, the, the, the keyboard is, is not the greatest. I, I have the keyboard, uh, uh, the Apple keyboard case and, you know, it doesn't protect it. It falls off all the time. Um, so I really wanted to have a, um, a, uh, a case that would, uh, would not only be durable but it also it'd give me some more more uh, uh flexibility um and this one i i i uh, purchased was the the muse case and it's uh it's made by a company called zugu z-u-g-u and um what i like about it is that it's got it, it's it's very protective it's thin it's lightweight but it's also magnetic so you can flip the cover to the back and there's about uh uh uh, eight notches That uh, That the back f- Flap comes out And it goes And notches down All the way to almost flat So it was great I was on the plane When I was traveling And, then, and it was, was beautiful I had this thing Almost flat I, I, I didn't have to Worry about it falling Or uh, having any issues With it And And um, it had a nice angle to it the other thing that it really is awesome is it accommodates the the, the apple pencil pencil the the, to, the second gen of course um at the very top it's got a not it's got enough of a notch that the pencil fits in there and hits the charging the magnetic on the on the ipad they open it up so when you put it on it charges it and then a lot of times you know i had a case where the pencil is it's a pain where it was holding the pencil but you it would it either would always fall out or it it would it just wouldn't work well. So what I what it does is on the back of the case it actually has an elastic uh holder, and you put the pencil right into the elastic holder and it sits there because you don't have to have it be charging all the time. So um check it out. I think it's a great case. I was very impressed uh, impressed with it and I'm very happy. It's, it's at sixty bucks, fifty nine ninety nine on Amazon. On the link on the show notes for that as well. Um, with that, uh, Warren, I'll put you on the spot. Do you have anything you want to? um the, the have a so, pick
1: so many toys and gadgets and things that I bought I if you have. don't
0: i think we're we're fine i i, I understand we, <laughs> yeah, we we didn't I talk mean, about
1: it before the show so no I think but think uh, if it's out there i probably have it
0: um yeah you are you do like i mean i i also didn't fa- i failed to mention that you uh you also do all lots of reviews on mymac.com yeah um, i do
1: product reviews and then a product reviews in yeah. there I just buy it myself. The the one thing I, I'm using all the time now that I really like are um like put a link but the Bose sunglasses. Um, oh, that's that right. I have. And they're really cool. I mean, they're really under rated, but everybody who buys them likes them. It's basically don't oh. put link like, in there, but it's basically a pair of sunglasses with speakers in them and a microphone. So, um, it, you know, for walking around uh, outside, it's Inconspicuous, People don't know what yeah. you're doing and you, it the sounds good and the quality is good. So that's, so, that's uh, one of my favorites. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. I, awesome. I think uh,
0: we could uh, go ahead and wrap things up here, but I wonder if I tell you, I want you to tell everybody how they can find you. We talked about the Mac to the future Facebook group. I know that's that's your primary place. Tell, tell people a little bit about the Mac Facebook group and you got to be a Facebook member, of course, to be able to access it. So go
1: ahead and talk. Yeah, I'm on. I mean, I'm on Instagram and Twitter, and I think everything is W. If you really want to get a hold of me, there. Um, okay. I don't check. I don't check Twitter too much. I uh, kind of live mostly on Facebook. You too. It's easy. Um,
0: <laughs> every, every, yeah. I, I I follow everything, and you respond to everything.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's just just so about easy. everything. It's just you know, for me, it was just so easy just to pick one and go with it, rather mm-hmm. than you know, spreading it all out. So. Um so the Mac to the future Facebook group was created, I think we're almost four years now. It's kind of jeez quite a while. I've only so, been like maybe
0: maybe a year and a half, maybe two years since I discovered yeah, you guys.
1: So, so me, uh a couple other people were actually adminning another group, um, which I don't want to name that kind of turned sour. And um sure we said, well, we could do this. uh and we we started the group and basically uh, it's called Mac to the Future, and it, literally we talk about anything technology related. Sometimes we just talk about anything, you know. You know, well, doesn't matter. But mostly technology re- related, with heavy, heavy oh, yeah. emphasis on uh, Apple products. We um, love Apple. It's and it's not so so much of a uh, like a text. You know, a lot of groups are basically help. I need help kind of things uh we get some of that but most of it's like you know what do you, it's conversational what do you think about this you know, what do you think about that or um you know basically uh do you have opinions on this and that and it, so yeah. it's it's helpful it's helpful for people who it's actually helpful for people who are fairly comfortable with tech already yeah um and, and just want to kind of like dig more into it and, and get more uh, out of it um yeah. but it, you know we certainly you know there's there's no stupid questions and we get them all. So,
0: yeah. Um, uh, you know, we'll, I jump we'll in into, I, I love answering lots of questions too. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah.
1: And like you, that's on there. Like, you know, we have, you know, you and a few other, pretty much members that you know, that they know their stuff. And, you know, we, you know, you'll go to a lot of other groups and it's like some of the bad groups and you'll see like everybody bad, bad, bad answers <laughs> who think they know what they're saying. And it's like, yeah. almost like comical answers. Yeah. You know, when you know what you're doing, it's just like, what? So, so that, that's what I like about the group is you don't, the people who know yep. what they're talking about speak up and the people who aren't quite sure are, you know they don't but
0: they'll they'll get involved, so it's a good place to be yeah a lot of fun and then we do uh, uh we also do another podcast uh max to the future go with uh, our, our friend mr guy Searle, which uh he is a character we must we must oh, yeah. say uh but uh, he's a lot of fun <laughs> he's a good, he's a good, he's, guy. A
1: good yeah. he's he's a good guy guy <laughs> okay. uh but
0: uh check that out too so but yeah come 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 join us it'll be a lot of fun i'm i'm on there a lot and uh and we had a lot of fun too and uh and i can't thank you enough to come on on the show so let's uh, go ahead and wrap this up uh thanks uh, thanks uh thanks and that's a wrap for this week uh please send your comments questions and suggestions to our email address feedback at in touch with ios.com you can follow us on twitter at in touch with ios you can subscribe in your favorite podcatcher including apple Podcasts. Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, and iHeartRadio. Or better yet, go, go to our website at intouchwithios.com where all the links to all the ways listens are there. I'm Dave Ginsberg, and you can follow me and find me on Twitter at DaveG65. Again, Warren, uh, thanks so much for being here. I really appreciate it.
1: Well, thank you. It was great. I'm glad uh, I fit it in and I'm yeah, heading we'll out to Vegas tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to yep. head out <laughs> to Vegas tomorrow and hopefully uh, things will go good and we'll talk next week, I'm sure.
0: Yes, we'll talk next week and I'll have you on the show again soon. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks, everybody. And we'll talk to you again soon.